anarchists, violent mobs, arsons, looters, criminals, rioters. Poor kids are just as bright and just as tall as white kids. I said, please don't be too nice. We choose truth over facts. I am your president of law and order. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the go, you know the you know the thing. <laughs> Inside Agitator, episode like 47, I think. Yeah, right? we're getting up there. Yeah, we're almost at 50. We'll have to do something special. Um, but we, I think this is just going to be a rapid fire episode. Lots going on. We got a lot to talk about. So instead of me rambling a whole bunch, I think we're just going to try to grind through these topics because there's a lot of different things I think we want to cover. We'll try to keep it under a half hour for you guys. But, um,. Right now, we're recording this on the first Wednesday during the George Floyd trials. Um, I don't even have much to say about that. I mean, you know, yeah. You you know, you said you didn't even really want to talk about it. Yeah, I don't even want to talk about it too much because, like, it's just kind of sickening to go over the details of everything again. So I'm just like... You know, like, fuck, I gotta get up and look at this or at least, you know, see the lawyer from the case who's like actually defending Derek Chauvin is, uh, you know, watch him just try and whittle his way around these issues and shit. And it's just like, it's so bullshit. Paint certain people certain ways. Yeah. So I I try to watch it Monday, the live. I made it about 30 seconds in and it wasn't even that like, you know, the defense was speaking or anything. Uh, like it was literally the people trying to put Derek in jail talking and just them having to like justify the fact that he murdered this guy um and 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 make arguments against the fact that the guy had drugs in his system i mean it like i i literally i'm being really serious it's not a joke i made it like 30 seconds into this guy talking and i had to turn the shit off i was like this is cuz there's nothing you can do i want i want to scream it's like yeah. the, the fucking it's a farce. It's a it's a farce to the justice system. Like to I mean, and I'm not like I'm not over here promoting mob rule that we should just go fucking hang this guy in the town square. But it's pretty cut and dry here. What happened? Like there's really yeah we have and, video of it. Millions and millions and millions of people saw that shit happen. Yeah, like, and and so it's just it's really um, and you know what. If we get the right result from this, then it was worth it, whatever, and it make it legitimizes what eventually happens to him. But we all know what's going to happen here, and you yeah. can even hear from the way that the fucking prosecution's talking. It's like they they are arguing against a mountain of just bullshit, and it's it, you know I really hope that they're able to surround it, but we'll see. Yeah, I'd, I I don't know. It, it seems like it's just going to be with like all the barricades and stuff that are already being put up, and it's just like they're they're expecting. Yeah. Yep. Like you know, like, it, like you what, know they what they did with Here's the Breonna the Taylor case too. Like, all four of those officers should fucking be fry. They I'm not even a death penalty guy. They should fry all of them, yeah. every single one that watched. And that's not going to happen. And you know what? Until that does, they should put the fucking barricades up. Yeah. I mean, to protect themselves, because I guess they'll need it, right? Yeah. <laughs> yep. And, and that's I, how I feel about it. And you know feel- what? Now we're all vaccinated, and I said this on the pod earlier, but, like, they're not going to get away with shit as easily this time. There's going to, like, a huge part of why I think this summer dissipated. It's, you know, obviously a huge part of it was all the factors working against us, but 
it was also due to the fact that there was a fucking pandemic. People are out yeah. now. People, people are vaccinated. Now, I don't think people are just going to go home this time. Yeah. And hopefully people aren't deterred by, you know, probably an escalation of police violence as well. Um, that couples yes. along yeah, with big time. couples along with this, you know, just I hope people stay. Especially strong. if there is a verdict that the, mm-hmm. that which which is what always happens in America. And before I move on to this, let me just say there are a lot of places in America where people have stayed in the streets and haven't given up the fight. And and I'm not mm-hmm. trying to paint it as though this summer's dissipated fully, but in general, a lot of the steam I think has died out, and the pandemic is part of that. And I do believe that there will be a resurgence. Um, but but yeah, the point is not to I think say that. Uh, well, I guess let me before we move on from this, let me say this: Derek Chauvin, and we posted about this on Instagram. He's not like an exception, and I think that's what even the media is trying to like make this out to be. Like, yep, we're taking care of this bad apple, and like we're we're the system's gonna you know find justice on this one bad apple, and it's like there is one of these guys in every city. Uh, there's a million of these guys waiting for their opportunity to strike, and. Uh, you know, the big quote everyone's been taking from the trial is that Chauvin was doing what he was trained to do. Well, yeah, I, I, I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. I actually would agree with, with the defense. 100% wholeheartedly. What he was trained to do. <laughs> yep. And, 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 and yeah. And you know what is fucking crazy is that the literally yesterday, LAPD shoots a guy. All of last year, three deaths a day uh, from the police. You know, regardless of the outcome of this trial... Um, stuff like this will still reason. continue to happen. Like, yeah, and they have like, every reason to put those fucking barriers up because it's not over. Nothing's ended. The this court isn't going to come out and say we need to drastically change the whole system. We already had the George Floyd fucking crime bill that fucking gave more money to the cops. Like, it, literally, it's, it, it's yeah. I, I I'm fucking. It's disgusting. Yeah, and so yeah. I, I don't know, man. It's just like, it just feels like we're going to have a repeat somewhat of last summer. And it's just going to be the same thing sort of all over again until, I don't know, it dissipates. And then it's just going to come back even worse the next time. Because it will happen again. I think it like, I I do not see this as being like the last like black person in this country that is like going to have like a death that is televised. Yeah, all over and, and that for everybody to see, you know, and that couldn't dry exactly. Yeah, if there's three a day, that we're bound to get another soon, and then and that's the fucking I think most sickening, gut wrenching part of this whole thing is that mm. like the death machine keeps fucking spinning. Yeah, and 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 what pe- and people are mad about the property damage, and, but the death machine keeps fucking spinning, and like I just I I I I, I don't even I don't even fucking have the the words for it. Um, but I will say this, it, you're right, it is going to continue because the, the, it hasn't changed. But now what we face is a democratic institution um, in the White House, a democratic executive branch, where last time it was a Trump who was a good foil. And we remember, I think we even talked about it on the pod when it happened, when Trump cleared out that square and held the Bible in front of the church. And everyone, on, even MSNBC was reporting how protesters were getting tear gassed unfairly, like, that was because of the the unique uh, unifying hatred that everyone had for Trump. Now that it's Biden, it, I don't. You know what's difficult is we're not going to be able to see a complete return back to the Obama era, calling people in Ferguson thugs and treating them like Republicans would, because mm-hmm. people have woken up a little bit. 
So it's going to be interesting to see how the Biden administration is able to walk that line um, and not because the the, re, the reality of it is they're not going to support the protesters or their rules. Yeah. No. And, so, and, and, and I wonder if they will make the appearance of Trump supporting the protests and their goals um, or be in opposition to them. And I almost think the, the first one, uh, the former, is, you know, the way that they can co-opt the movement and spin it. And that would be the clever way to go about it. But I almost feel like the Biden administration is too antiquated and un- unequipped to deal with this new shit. Um, and even just Biden himself to where he will end up being a foil for this movement because uh, uh, he is an old fucking racist who, like, it can't talk and is senile. So, like, he's not going to be able to, I think effectively co-opt the movement they're gonna have to really hide the shit of him and have other people do it maybe um so you know i think and i think it's it's important to be antagonistic to the democrats and that's probably a dynamic that's going to be beneficial in the long run is seeing people protest and revolt not against the trump administration um and his dhs gestapos but now biden and the democrats and and that will be that totally different from last summer, even though, you know, we're saying things might be the same. I think that that is a totally new aspect of it. Um, yeah, crazy. And, and I think all the support you lose because of liberals that, you know, were there just because they were in opposition to Trump. First of all, those people maybe showed up to one protest anyway. And, and B, I think you're going to see gain way more support in the amount of people who are vaccinated uh, that were either living with immunocompromised family members or older family members or other obligations that weren't coming to the protests because of COVID and now are able to. Mm-hmm. And I think we're going to see way greater numbers because of that, which is encouraging. Yeah, it's it's a positive to look at in all of this, you know. Yeah, it's such um, a, it's such it's a bleak, it's just bleak not time. over. Yeah, it's not yeah, over. It's it, it's not over. Um, and I know it's depressing and bleak, but um, I think it's encouraging to see that all eyes are on this, right? I think, I mean, this is, you know, if there's one positive, I do think people aren't, you know, even the most, even liberal, like, middle-of-the-road people are, like, you know, posting about how this guy should be thrown in general population without protection. Like, you know, like, you so, like, yeah. you have, like, yeah, so, like... You know what I'm saying? I think people really are fed up. It's, it's, gone, it's gone too far. And, I mean, it is egregious. We talk about it all the time on the show. We're well aware of it, but it, it's it's gone ridiculous. Um, we'll see how it plays out. We'll obviously be following it closely on the show. But uh, prayers to his family and, and everybody mm-hmm. that, you know, is affected by this. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, uh, solid and the, fa- and, and the fact that his family has to just relive through all the the horrifying facts day by day of this case mm-hmm. and have to watch it over mm-hmm. again and be present at trial and be strong, really just keep them in your prayers and, you know, your thoughts and yeah. try, try to help, uh, try to help uplift them and George Floyd's memory as best as you can. So, yep. Yep. Um, RIP big Floyd and that, yes. we'll leave that on that. Mm-hmm. And, and on a more positive a note, um, I, I, I want to get into this. Uh, your favorite time of year is about to come around, right? <laughs> oh no, we're not going from George Floyd to white boy. So oh, not, oh my god, that, okay, okay. that's a terrific transition. I, we cannot. Okay, I, okay, I, okay. I'll cut this part out. Can, <laughs> I'll cut this part out. Okay, I'm no. over here like glassy eyed, and now we're, we're going to talk yeah, about Chet yeah, Hanks. Yeah. Give me a fucking break. Okay, no shot. Okay. <laughs> 
We'll do it. We'll do a white boy summer episode. We got to see how this saga unfolds. It came out that he's like an abuser now. Yeah, there's all this shit in the air. So let we'll do a white boy summer episode. Just there's two another time. I was just trying yeah. to lift up the mood, man. It's just it's just oh, me. white boy summer. Um, no planned shirts. Yeah. The best part of the White Boy Summer initial announcement was he's like, I'm talking not like NASCAR Trump white guys, but like me, John B., Jack Harlow. Bro said John B., like this white arm. Do you remember John B. from I, like 2004? I, I remember. He had like the cornrows, right? Like, yeah. He, he would just be bopping around, dancing, and like real smooth. But, like, yeah, for really all intents and purposes, yet. he was an early 2000s R&B artist. He was just like also yeah. white. Like, it's just such a funny yeah. old call out, though. <laughs> like, that's what you've got. You, John B., and Jack Harlow. That's the... <laughs> That's the fucking, um, yeah. Let's see how the saga plays out before we let that yeah, yeah, anymore. Because yeah. I'm, I'm, I, you know, I've actually, you know, it's pr- pretty fucked up. Some of the things that are coming out. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, I hadn't, I, hadn't, I hadn't even uh, fucking seen any. I mean, I saw the video of him like yelling at his, uh, or saying like, "Oh, you cut me with a knife." Like I saw that video. Well, that video. Um, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. All right, cool. Um, a JavaScript error popped up, but I'm just not going to click OK, and hopefully this continues recording. Yeah. Um, but fucking uh, that video. Oh, my God. Are we going to end up talking about Chet Hanks? Um, that video, I almost I mean, felt I could, like. I could cut this out. Like, he, we could just, we could just stop it, it. He was at any point. No, you don't need to cut this out. He was, it looked like he was getting abused just from that video. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. That's why I'm saying, let's see how this unfolds. Cause like, I am, there's a great narrative here and a great whole 30 minute episode. Uh, <laughs> but I, I want to see how this plays out. Cause I think we're just like currently in the midst of it. Um, I I just wasn't on board with the whole sentiment in general at first. I remember whenever, like, you sent me that video, I was just like, man, what is this fucking foolishness? (laughs) What is this bullshit? Like, man. This is not the time, Chet. (laughs) Yeah. Chet, are you you even looking at the news at all? Like, (laughs) so... I will I will save my defense for the white bo- my white boy summer. I will save my oh, defense. God, I'm, uh, I'm for ready episode. for this one. I'm ready. Because I that. have I I am pro white boy summer, pending the conclusion <laughs> of these accusations. <laughs> well, I'm gonna go ahead and say I'm anti white boy summer. Fair, uh, uh, totally. Uh, I'm just gonna go totally ahead and say it right fair. now. Uh, the anti white boy summer. We need to have a black girl summer. Uh, hey, girl as, summer as Chet Hank said, it's black girl summer every summer, and quite honestly, it's a year round thing. If you know what I'm saying. Exactly. Okay, I don't like Chet Hanks saying that, but like, I agree with the sentiment. Like, yeah, this good. <laughs> I mean, go off, bro. Sure. I mean, like, no, too fucking good. Um, what do? You, so I have all these videos of Biden. Do you want to do some Biden gaffes while we're laughing? Let yeah. me just play yeah, some. Yeah, sure, of these. sure. Let, let's go ahead and get to the. This is great. Biden forgets who he's turning over the meeting to, and yes. then the staffer asks the entire press to make a great look. Thank you, Will. Um, now we're going to get to the 
business here, and, uh, and uh, Ron, who am I turning this over to? Well, I, well uh, thank you very much, Mr. President. I think it's uh, time for the question. Our friends in the press to leave, though. <laughs> And um, who am I turning this over to? Yeah, uh, thank like, you, Mr. President. I think it's time for the press to leave now. Yeah, that, that, that guy really stumbled for a second. He's like, God damn, fuck He's like, fuck. Yeah. It's, it's 3 p.m. Normally this doesn't happen until 5. Yeah, what the I, fuck? I, I, th- I thought we gave you enough Adderall. Yeah, it's <laughs> wearing off already. This, you're increasing Adderall tolerance. is too much to deal with, Joseph R. Biden. The 46th <laughs> president of the United States. We... <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. We need to get you uh, back over to Camp David and get you some Udo. Recoup that brain for oh a little my bit. God. A little more baby blood. Here's another one. Allegedly. Jim Crow <laughs> look like Jim Eagle. This makes Jim... Do you hear that? Yeah. Look like Jim Eagle. When, he, when did he say that? Jim Crow look, look like, like Jim, Jim Eagle. Eagle. What does that even mean? Who's Jim Eagle? That's like the white guy in the party who's really trying hard not to be racist, but is like overdoing it a little overdoing bit. Overdoing it so much, like Jim Eagle, like, nigga, shut up, like, who is? Talking? No, but I'll be dead ass serious. If anyone could tell me who Jim Eagle is, please contact the podcast. I don't fucking, I can't. I look it up. I find some like real estate guys LinkedIn. Who the fuck is Jim Eagle? Who is this? <laughs> and it's so funny. So much shit's going on in the world. Biden just says some shit like that every day, and we just, like, move past it. It's just like, no resolution. We're not going to track down who Jim Eagle is. It's just like, yep, we don't fucking Jim Eagle in the mail doesn't work. Yep, that's you, it. Biden, do you see Jim Eagle in the room with us right now? <laughs> who is Jim Eagle? Yeah. Who is this? All right. Anyway, moving on from that. Um, this is this is funny. We we typically defend the right wing um, kind of populist types on this podcast. Like I like Glenn Greenwald. I like Ryan Grimm. I like Matt Taibbi. I like people who are willing to be intellectually curious and challenge you know the uh, institutional grain. Go against it. This is. It's just, but there's a lesson in the way that they talk about certain issues in not defining yourself purely as a contrarian. Um, and, and you'll see what I mean here, because by completely wrapping their politics up in, you know, basically opposition to liberals and a certain type of Democrat, they end up just agreeing with like any, like, I, let me just read these two tweets. They are shocked. They are absolutely shocked that the Republicans aren't going for voters of color. And you're going to laugh your ass off at this because it's like, how is this surprising to you? Ryan Grimm. So Republicans watched their base grow more working class and pick up voters of color while the Democratic base grew more educated and they responded with voter suppression laws that will make it harder for working class voters to vote. What jackasses. Yeah, of course Republicans are going to try to stop working class people from voting. Did you actually yeah. believe Josh Howley when he said that they were the party of the working class now? You believe Marco Rubio when he said that? Like, are you serious? And then here's Glenn Greenwald. Republicans have been complaining about the monopoly power of Silicon Valley for years now, in parentheses, without doing anything about it. Biden nominates the FTC a genuine specialist who takes antitrust law seriously, and Republicans signal they may block it makes no rational sense. Now, here's another one. 
Of course, <laughs> Republicans are on the side of the monopoly power in Silicon Valley. They are like you. You believed them when they were getting all outraged about this, that, and the third. Like it's just so shocked. Like the because yes, the Democrats are bad, and I, and I love Ryan Grimm and Glenn Greenwald's beats on the Democrats being bad. But then you end up believing when you spend all your time talking to Republicans and trying to find the middle ground that you meet on with them. And, and you come to these issues like, you know, social media censorship and you fixate on that and you try to use their logic and their rhetoric to get to meet your goals of ending social media censorship like Glenn Greenwald did or like what Ryan Grimm and many people uh, on the left were trying to do, pointing out, hey, look, there's kind of a, uh, a shift going on here, a realignment where the working class voters are voting Republican. Let's do something with this. Maybe we can push the Republicans to do things more for this class. Not a dumb idea, but uh, in practice, really fucking dumb. They're not only that. When they did pick up more voters of color, of course they're not going to try to then cater the party to that new rising demographic. They're fucking racist. They're Republicans. Yeah, what, like they don't like, want black voters. Are you fucking kidding? Yeah, no. What the, man, they yeah. The, I when you. I don't know. Whenever you just read all that, I'm just like, man, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, dumb, uh-huh. like dumbest, yeah, no shit. Like, and these are like the brain geniuses. This is like the brain yeah. trust of the left over here that are like, I am, I for one am shocked that Republicans would want less black people to vote. And it's like, <laughs> come on, what? But, like, you know, I, I, it's, it's fucking unbelievable. They have proud boys. What do you mean? Like, <laughs> like yeah, these these motherfuckers are straight up defending statues that were built where black people were hung. Like, yeah, like, that's who, that's who this party is. Yeah, for the direct reason of like intimidating black people, and you know, yeah, it's just... and I think. The Glenn Greenwalds and uh, Ryan Grimm's Matt Taibbi's of the world end up flawed for the same reasons the Vouches and Elizabeth Warrens of the world are. They all think they can reason with the system and these fucking crazy actors and part and and one either party Democrat Republican. They think they can reason with these corporate behemoths to like go in the right direction and fight for these things by like reading the tea leaves and, and oh look if you look at all these graphs things are shifting this way they're maybe fighting these people's interests like they're not they're just not and trying to like read the tea leaves and fucking coordinate and operate in these structures it's a it's a it's a fool's errand it's just not it's just not happening um and and you're gonna find yourself shocked at things no one else is shocked at when you twist yourself into these like weird mental pretzels trying to align yourself with people on the right because at the end of the day that's just like not going to happen damn that's facts man yep uh all right next topic let's keep it moving echo park yeah yeah what, what happened with that then they just like uh the LAPD boarded up all around, uh, or like put fences up all around Echo Park. Homeless encampment. Um, they, you know, evicted people during a pandemic. Obviously fucked up. Uh, people from the community came out and tried to prevent them from doing so. Protested. Um, and I don't know a lot of the specifics about what happened, but I do know that the police response was egregious. And I, and I we're gonna try to get someone who was there on the show to talk specifics because. 
I hate any media reporters, so I can't parse out what really happened. I want to talk to someone who was there. But I just want to give people a little snippet. So while this is going on, and police are trying to evict the homeless from an encampment um, and dealing with protesters violently. And I mean, the videos you saw were bad. I mean, the police were out there looking for a fight. Like, no bullshit looking for a fight. Um, all the videos are horrific. And the media reports really don't match up with all the videos I'm seeing. Even from right-wingers, the videos seem, you know, pr pretty, like, the police were bad. And it, it, just from what I can gather. And the articles, I don't think are really doing it justice. So, I want to talk to someone who was there. But there is a video that leaked. Um, and this is police officers. Um, this is what they said on the police scanner. Mm -hmm. So you can just imagine what they say off the police scanner. But this is what the LAPD was saying on the police scanner about the protesters trying to protect the homeless encampment. So what you heard there um, was... Three officers, one saying, you know, it'll be great when they put the fuel dumps on these helicopters, meaning the helicopters can dump fuel. Um, and then one cop says, I would have dumped it on Glendale Boulevard a long time ago. Glendale Boulevard at the time was filled with protesters. One cop says, I'll bring the match. And then you hear laughter on the radio. Mm -hmm. That is Nazi shit. Yeah. 1,000%. There's really no way around that one. Yeah. Like, how, 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 how do you defend that? Let's hear it. Those someone. are Nazis. Yeah. Please, someone explain to me how those aren't Nazis. And I'd love to hear it. Those are Nazis. I don't give a fuck what you say. They think some people in society are so below them they deserve to be lit on fire in massive numbers. Those are Nazis. I don't get... I, there, there's no fucking semantics to debate here. Those are fucking Nazis. Yeah. Cut and dry. And we will willingly, openly bring someone on this show if they, if they want to argue that point. Yeah, no, please explain to me why. how this isn't... Yeah, I, I, I'd love to understand. Because um, it's, 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 it's... This is when people, like, make fun of left-wingers who are saying fascism. and Ooh, where are the fascists? Are they in the room with you right now? They're, maybe not. They're storming the Capitol and murdering people yeah. in great numbers and talking yeah, about lighting and, people uh, on fire. And they're in yeah. all of our law enforcement departments. They've infiltrated multiple layers of our government to the point where... They were the ones fucking letting people into the Capitol, some of the police. I mean, it, it, this is, it, that's where we're at. Um, willing to stage an undemocratic coup uh, in the name of stopping uh, socialist Joe Biden, which is laughable. But when it actually is a threat to the institutions and they have institutional backing, these insane fucking Nazis, we're going to have a real fucking problem. Yeah, no, it, it will. Like, I can, I'm just kind of scared for when that happens you know mm -hmm. like what 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 will it actually look like well that's why we encourage all our listeners to be armed and trained and, and ready because mm -hmm. that day is coming um and and they've they've out loud in press conferences talked about warehousing the lot of us and so be just be ready for that day that's really all i can say because they're out there um and and they believe that they want to put fuel dumps on their helicopters to light us all on fire. That's where that's where they're at. That's the, what they're they're planning mm -hmm. stages. That's what they're doing. So we have to be as re radical as reality, and, and that's reality. Yeah. Um. That that's that that it's pretty fucking cut and dry. And I mean, this is like, and it's not like these were protesters, you know, making some crazy demands. 
How about uh, keep this public park open to the public? That's it. Yeah. Nothing fucking, nothing, nothing too crazy. And y'all want to light these people on fire. Yeah. Fucking psychopaths. Like, what? It's almost, it's like, it's so fucking, it's almost hard to like argue against because it's so normalized and it's almost hard to, to treat it like the statement it is without seeming crazy. Yeah, they want to light us on fire. Like, yeah. yeah, you gotta sit with that for a second. Like, it's actually, it's so crazy. Yeah. And if, like, that's how those two feel, I can only imagine those are, like, the milder opinions of, you know, the greater police force of America, you know? Not yep. even just the LAPD, but just, even yep. though they are one of the worst uh police academies or whatever you want to call it um in the country you know fascist gangs yeah fascist <laughs> fascist gangs um yeah shit um all right I don't there know. is a pentagon report we could talk about um that's relevant to our discussion basically it's a report on extremist groups and such as you know the anarchist extremist groups and Antifa, which obviously isn't a group. Mm. Um, it also talks about Occupy, uh, which obviously is a social movement from over a decade ago now, um, and uh, in some random group in Ireland that's like not even a big one. <laughs> so that's what they were talking about. And then for right wing ideologies, it's just a bunch of defunct like neo Nazi groups from like the eighties and nineties. And so what this shows me is at least a, and this is a DARPA, like, Pentagon report, at least a, uh, maybe not a conscious misunderstanding of the extremist groups, but a complete lack of knowledge and, and understanding of what they're dealing with. And that's, I think, what scares me the most in all this is the, whatever over, little oversight local law enforcement and things like the Capitol Police um, have I don't think are even remotely equipped to understand how deeply they've been infiltrated mm-hmm. and and to what extent uh, their members are radicalized and that's for a variety of reasons and, and part of it is because the radicalized cops is kind of part of the deal they want their cops to be radicalized and so I don't think that's something that people in the government have been trying to shine a light on it in particular now that it's it's become a danger to them like in, in the case of the capital storming you might see some things like that change but at, at the moment there's no no one is prepared to even understand let alone meet this threat definitely not the people in power that we're supposed to trust um, which leaves us all in an interesting position um, where I do think the responsibility is on ourselves to protect ourselves um, which is scary and terrifying and I, I get a lump in my throat when I say it but that's kind of the reality of the situation um, and yeah, I think I think it's just something that we all need to be aware of. Um, yeah, because and 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 it almost makes it uh, believable when the FBI knocks on people's doors and says, "What do you know about the local extremist groups, the white supremacists? We don't know a lot. We need you guys know more." That is true. They're trying to frame you and put you in jail. Don't yeah. talk to the fucking feds ever. Ever. Because you could be that, convicted the for lying to a federal out. officer, you know, and they could slap you with yeah. 10 years just like that for also yeah. bullshit. Like, yeah, trying yeah, to set you up, to set you up, you know. Yeah. 
not even on some complex shit. Like they'll mm. ask you what color your shoe is, and you'll say maroon, and it's red, and goodbye. Like on that stupid um, ass technicality, they can literally yeah, just shut bro. your fucking mouth. If, yeah, the moment you hear federal, oh, I'm sorry, oh, Mino, no, uh, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 hablo no, English. no, 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 um, but it, it makes it believable. It's based on a nugget of truth when they say that. Oh, we have no... Because they do have no fucking information. Yeah. And they are clueless as to the real threat in this country. Because they're, they've they been laser-targeted at us and, like, you know, mentally ill Muslim teenagers for so long now that, you know, I just don't... Yeah, it, it's, you know, not good. Um, and, yeah, and then the libs are, like, laser-focused on, like, making sure everybody involved in the Capitol riot, all the dumbasses who got duped into storming it, like, fry on the electric yeah. chain. It's like, whatever, I don't have a strong opinion one way or the other on that, but, like, there's a real threat. And if we're really going to be terrified about 1-6, um, look around. Yeah. <laughs> giving more money to the cops that want to dump fuel on protesters. That's, uh, you know, if we really want to tackle the threat, the undemocratic threat in our country, um, it's, it's, we're going to have to look deep. Uh, and I don't know that people are really uh, too excited to do that in the Biden era, um, which promises a return to normalcy, vaccinations, and a big, a big sex-filled summer. Mm. Um, I think everyone, and, and I said this way earlier on the pod, everyone's going to be too focused on getting pussy after, immediately after the pandemic to reckon with the pandemic. <laughs> and, mm. and, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but after the, the, the white boy summer dissipates, I do think there's going to be real reckoning with uh, what exactly went on. And even just the fucking amount of money billionaires made while people suffered. I, you know, I don't think that's going to be forgotten. Oh, no. People still haven't forgot about the housing crisis and everything, you know? Yeah, so, yeah like, exactly. So, like, exactly. this is just, just another fresh, you know strike two I and guess you know what's you crazy know, like... not everybody felt 2008 not everyone felt 2008 uh, people everyone felt it to an extent not everyone and not in the you know fucking just profound way everybody felt the impacts of this pandemic um, yeah unless you like were Kim Kardashian throwing private birthdays on an island you pretty much were boned yeah and I think uh, yeah I yeah that, that's a radicalization moment that you don't wind back from too easily. Um, yeah, no. Like, how, how do you, how do you see somebody making uh, I don't know thirty four billion dollars to something to that extent in a quarter, and then like you know um, you're struggling to pay your rent and you know you're back three months rent and everything. You know, it's it's hard to to see that happening in your own country and being like, oh, what is you know what the fuck is going on? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, what, what the hell you know it, you gotta have that moment I, I feel like it's just like man this is just not feasible I worry that a lot of the younger people might be taken in so much by this right wing propaganda that they mm-hmm. blame a lot of the anger about the situations currently is misdirected um, and, and even some left winger people are taken in by the left wing propagandists and some of their anger is misdirected but what I think is beautiful and what I think is important to remember is that Twitter is a small segment of the population. The Internet's a small segment of the population. Most people, A, aren't extremely online, and, and B, definitely aren't extremely tuned into the hyper-partisan bullshit. 
So I think most casual people that are low information and don't know a hell of a lot about politics and aren't like, oh, team A, team B, have a way greater understanding post-pandemic of who the enemies are, who the good guys are, um, and just the layout of things than they did before. And, and that, that, that's encouraging to me. And I think it's hard, it's hard to like perceive of that because it doesn't exist in like the online argument echo chamber. Mm-hmm. But there, there is when you talk to just normal people. The you know things have moved, things have shifted. Yeah, because they're based in reality all the time. So like they, yeah, they, they know they they have an, an inherent knowledge that rich people control everything. Yep. Like yep. generally, when you when you talk to most of these people, like that that's kind of what like they'll joke about it, even like in a joking manner. But like it comes from like a serious sentiment of what they actually think. You know, <laughs> like yeah, that in my opinion, true. at least you know. No, you're not wrong. Um... And yeah, dude, you know, I just really think that there's no winding back. Um, And even if it doesn't lead to something tomorrow or next week, um, don't get discouraged, I think, by it feeling like, all right, let's let's say the George Floyd trial doesn't go well. George Floyd trial doesn't go well. Or let's say that, you know things really wind down this summer and you, and you feel like everyone's just going out and partying and no one's really wanting to deal with some of the big issues. You know, I think there's going to be moments of, of getting discouraged, especially just because we're in the midst of this Biden administration. It doesn't feel like anything's possible. It feels like we're powerless. But I think what's important to remember is while those things will be discouraging, I think there's a lot to look forward to and that there's there's really a real movement being built and that people are really waking up to the bullshit and that if you look overall, um, things are improving and moving in the right direction. I really, I really do believe that. Um, and even if these specific things don't end up victories, that only adds more fuel to the fire um, to, to really change these structures. And, and that's... That's just what has to happen. And I think our first conversation about the trial, like, it almost doesn't matter even if we get the best fucking result. The, the, the institutions need to change as a whole. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and until that happens and until we have a real reckoning um, with that, you know, and what we talked about later this episode ties directly into it. I mean, we're literally talking about how these, these groups that the Democrats want to give more money to in George Floyd's name are infiltrated by white supremacists, sure, but let's not let them make the argument entirely around white supremacists so that we're arguing, are they white supremacists or not, this, that, and the third. The, the real, they're Nazis. They, they're fascists. They believe that there are people so low they deserve to die. Yeah, let, and that's, yeah let's get that's that out the of the ideology. way now. Like, yeah. <laughs> they are yeah, fascist. End of story. That, this is what they believe. Yeah. This is what they want. It is clear-cut and And I dry. think there's like, a reason that, that you know, the media wants to, like, really, it's white supremacy. And, like, not that we shouldn't focus on white supremacy. It's not what I'm saying. But, like, it is... There's a real mindset that the media hasn't even really defined or come up with a term for that is perfectly demonstrated in that clip we played about them literally wanting to light people on fire. That's like, and, and until we reckon with that, and, 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 and you, you don't change structures without reckoning with that. Because mm-hmm. the reason they're there and they exist and society's allowed that to happen and that radicalization to take place is because when we go to change the structures, they're going to be there with their new fuel installments from whichever nice benefactor ready to dump them on us and and so that we we have there's no choice but to reckon with that if we're going to change the world 
because that's how hard the ruling class has dug their heels in. And that's how hard that these people that so firmly believe in the system that ranks people and believe in some people being ranked so far below them they deserve to die. Those people exist. They're real. And, and, and they, they, we got to deal with it. And, you know, and, and that's, that's a hard thing. Um, but I think we're there. We, you know, the world, it, it's no longer... The simulation is no longer going on with ease. Um, you know, things are coming apart at the seams. It's not. It's not working, um, and they're 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 making their own deathbed. So, I think we can leave it at that. Yep. Make your bed, lie in it, right? Yep. There you go. There you go. But uh, yeah, I think it's a good place to leave it for right now. All right, I'm gonna stop recording.